A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, folks, what did you make of it? You know by now, because I've told you, that I've been asked to moderate my language. Well, you're going to have to get the bleep counter out, because after that, the only way you can describe that match is my old sea boots. For those that sat through particularly the World Cup 2010 and Euro 2012, I remember saying that people who didn't appreciate that kind of football should have their television licenses taken away. But there's, there's a class of person, maybe younger, maybe more modern in the views, that would rather have 5-3 all the time than 1-0, 1-0, 1-0 against teams that don't want to play and Spain have to unlock the padlock, have to burgle their way into games. The quality we saw when it was Xavi and Iniesta and Busquets and Xavi Alonso and Torres and Pedro and Villa, that was different to this. But the character, oh, the character was the same. And I guess that was carnival, right? The expression Montaña Rusa, a Russian mountain, is the way that the Spaniards say roller coaster, like in the fairground. And it's probably true that even if you go back as far as the year 2000 and the Spain won 4-3 in that mental game at Euro 2000, probably since then Spain haven't taken part in a game which was so unpredictable, which seesawed this way and that. And if this is your taste, i.e., ev- listen, everybody enjoyed this, I guess, apart from the Croatians, because there was something for everybody. And if this is your taste and what you want all the time, magic. I guess if you go to semi-pro football, amateur football, lower division football, you're likely to see this a lot because nobody took any precautions. If you'd been whistling the specials done too much, much too young, during the game, I'd have understood why. Because subliminally, it was the case that it was just unrivaled, unrestrained, let's get at it and never mind the consequences. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? But it was fun. It shredded my nerves. Because all of these footballers, they are capable of holding a lead. At first, one of the questions was, how do they swallow the fact that they've gone one nil? down to a Croatia side, which is ultra-savvy. It's, it's one of the, the, the key sides in the world. You'd have said, nah, don't give them a 1-0 lead. Because even if Croatia are missing Lovren and Perisic and Mandzukic and Rakitic have retired, they're savvy, man. They know how to keep the ball. Technically, 
they're one of the most gifted sides in the world. And being 1-0 down, particularly in an era where Spain have looked... They, I go back to unblocking. In the, in the Letters from America I've been doing so far, I've used the phrase that Luis Enrique gave us a clue with, I think, because he's defensive. He's a Chris Tavaray in batting away questions he doesn't like. But occasionally, he'll go all Ricky Ponting. And, and when he talked about the need to unblock, he knew that there was a psychological thing going on before the Slovakia game. And then he said, when we're unblocked, the cork will come out like cava or champagne exploding. And lo and behold, it did. What's that now? Ten, ten goals in two games. And, and you have to love Ferran Torres, who was bottled up about how pissed off he was that he'd said something about Lewandowski being trolled over the media, dropped, comes on, scores within a minute against Slovakia, starts here and does well, to be fair, does well again. But afterwards, he just goes perfectly sang froid, cold blood. Yeah, and this was the Spain that can't score goals, right? <laughs> you have to like that. You have to respect that. But something mad is going on. Zlako Dalic, the Croatian manager, and Luis Enrique have met three times now in charge of their national teams. What's the goal total? Have you checked? Did you already know? Can you work it out mentally? 6-0, 3-2, 5-3. If I don't count wrong, and I often do, three games, 19 goals, an average of six per game. That ain't right. That ain't right. I know the temptation, and I wrote this at the end of the match. Can, can we watch you every week? <sighs> was it a case? Never mind the, the quality, feel the width. It, it was, but I remember having a chat with, and, and this is no... Uh, Glorifying. I remember having a chat pre-tournament with two guys I really like and really respect and who know their eggs. Steve Freeth of Bet365 and Sam Matterface, who's been bring, bringing you the, the best ITV games as, as lead commentator. And we talked about, initially the market makers thought that Euro 2020 might be a tournament where teams, after two strange seasons, long seasons, in the heat, that teams might be reserved, that the goal total might be down. And I remember speaking in capital letters and saying, no. The Champions League has educated all these players and all these coaches, whether it be that they've once coached in the Champions League, like Luis Enrique did winning the treble, or they've been watching. The modern mode, and goddamn all of you who said take away the away goal rule, the modern mode is by and large to live and die by the sword. Yes, you'll get 1-1s and 0-0s and 1-0s with, with teams who are in the peak of their condition, who are equally matched and can't quite unpick each other. But it's not negative. It's, it's not reserved. It's not score one goal and hold on. That, that barely in elite football, certainly the stuff I watch in Europe, that barely exists anymore. But this was extreme. You, you, would, you would accept. Why is it? I'm asking you. Answer me. Why is it this Spain side with the 3-1 lead can somehow concede two goals in a seven-minute dash? Why do mice go for cheese in mouse traps? Because they can't resist the cheese. The, the cheese was all there. And it, the Wensleydale was saying to Spain, come on, come on, you know you... They're 3-1 up against a brutal rival who have now changed up to have lots of young, fit, aggressive footballers in the pitch. So the equation has changed. For all the world class they've lost because Mandzukic and 
Rakitic aren't there. Lovren, world-class, well-experienced. Eventually, Modric goes off. For all that they sacrifice the know-how, the gnarled old nous, they've got runners. They're daring. They've got nothing to lose. And Spain keep counter-punching. Okay, it's true that m my, my monologue here would have had to have changed if Danny Olmo, on top of the two lovely PGA short game golf assists that he gave for the two crucial goals, if Olmo makes it 4-1 with the game ticking out on a counter, instead of trying to lob the goalkeeper, he either hits it hard and low or squares to Morata, then the counter-punch at 3-1 up looks clever, Spain look dominant, everybody's given a warning, but it doesn't happen. So why was it that Spain literally couldn't resist playground football at 3-1 up? I, I don't really know. Part of it is obviously to do with exuberance. Part of it is to do with exactly what they've been telling us. And we all know that what you get told in tournaments or in press conferences contains smidgens of the truth, but also contains stuff that, we're, that, that, that players or coaches or presidents think we want to hear. So when Spain have been saying, and, and each of the footballers have said, never been in a happier group. We completely believe in El Mister. We know we can score lots of goals. You listen, you accept, you know they mean it, but you think, deep down, are they, are they, are they playing for the crowd a lot? No. <laughs> they, they just went out there, even at 3-3. Okay, with a blow to, with a fist to the chin like that, you stagger back onto the ropes. But they came out and went, nah. There was a Terminator feel about it, you know. My God, he's not broken yet. Whether you can continue doing that, whether Spain genuinely can recover in time for Friday with a massive, long, unwanted journey to St. Petersburg, I don't know. I don't know. I do know that if they tuck that away at 3-1, don't play an extra 30 minutes or even make it 4-1 when Danny Olmo tries to love the keeper, they're just going to be a little bit better prepared. Busquets comes off at the end just like Aspilicueta did against Slovakia saying, look, I had a little bit of um, sobrecarga. It just means there's an extra weight on his muscles. He felt that they were overloaded. That's the word, an overload. So he comes off, no big deal. But whoever they play, um, because as I speak, the rival isn't selected yet. Whoever they play, the rival's going to be saying, yeah, let's run them. Let's sweat them. Let's see how much, not just physically, but mentally and psychologically, that game took out of us. Will they continue to be error-strong? Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot of people now will, will paint the, the Pedri Unai Simon incident in a way of looking back at Unai Simon's stats, which genuinely do say that particularly in the latter part of the domestic season, he committed a lot of clunkers. He did. That was an awful one. I think there was nothing that Pedri did. No spin on the ball, no extra pace on the ball. Maybe if he directs it slightly wide of the goal, like literally to the, to the, to the side of one of the posts, then it's ob- obligatory that Unai takes a step, gets, gets moving towards the ball. But Unai's technique is, is, is positioning. The fact that he's waiting for the ball, so that if it bounces, there's no reaction time. If he comes towards the ball, he's looking at it, he's anticipating, he takes a touch. It's it's an absolute clangor. And I don't think Pedri really had a part in it. But you look at it and you ask yourself immediately, how will the two of them react? And again, me. You know, they didn't bleep that out. I, I kind of, I memoed that like Les Dawson used to do. <laughs> because Pedri's 18. And I know I keep going on about him, but I'll, I'll let you into a secret. A, a fantastic leading uh, Champions League finalist, ex-pro, current TV analyst, and analyst, messaged me during the game to say, you were right about Pedri. He's a joy to watch. You're in the know. I said to him, and I meant it, nah, nah, nah. Stevie Wonder could have spotted him. Because from about game two or three of Pedri, I knew I was watching something that I, I, I can't remember seeing in my entire life. Some, not, not raw talent, because there have been dozens in my lifetime of kids exploding at 16, 17, 18, and you think, wow, look at that technique, look at that pace, look at that power. But I've never seen anybody at 17, now 18, who plays with a computer in where a brain should be and a knowledge bank that suggests he's been playing for about 30 years. Pedri's 
calm under pressure, his ability to see the move, to see what should be happening, to get out of trouble, to open games up, to just look so elegant is, is supernatural. But his first goal for Spain is an own goal. Look, I saw the, the UEFA graphic giving it to Pedri. I thought that it had to be Unai's if anybody's because it touched him last. But Pedri's running away from that thinking, wow, that's my goal. We're one nil down because of me and him. How does an 18-year-old react? How does the coach react? Does he stick with him? Does he trust him? Up front, Morata is not firing on all cylinders. I'm sorry to say it because I wrote about him for ESPN. I wrote about how I thought it would be his day. I wrote about how I wanted him to hit one for the good guys. And in the end, great, he does. But that header he misses just before Spain go 1-0 down, allied to the Koki miss. Koki shrugged it off and carried on. Morata carried it with him for a long time. Luis Enrique wins his bet because he just ignored the what must have been a, a gut-central idea. It's, it's time for Gerard. He trusts Morata all the way through and Morata comes through for him. So, fair ducks. Good man, Luis Enrique. But when you've got your, your striker misfiring, your keeper throwing one in and Pedri in the heart of the storm to go 1-0 down to Croatia, you must be thinking to yourself, what am I going to get for all three of those? Unai produces save after save after save. Shortly after he fluffs the one for 1-0, one he has to come racing out and get two balls up clear throughout the game, particularly at 3-3. He makes saves that would make you think he'd been playing brilliantly all game and he was absolutely on top of his form. He wasn't. That's remarkable. That's worth noting down. Flawed? Yes. Potentially a problem going forward? Yes. Pfft. Character? An Indian ocean full of character. But Pedri? Okay, I'm going to leave you alone now. I'm going to leave your ears alone and stop saying Pedri, Pedri, Pedri. But that's his best game for Spain. On top of the one where I thought he was man of the match against Slovakia. He was exceptional and he was carrying that, that horrendous stone in his shoe. Was that my fault? Was that my fault? Was that my fault? We're watching something utterly extraordinary taking place as we are when we probably sit probably possibly don't know say goodbye to Luka Modric in big tournaments maybe he's at Qatar maybe I hope so is he going to play another Euro maybe but I doubt it there's a possibility that that's Luka Modric's last game at a Euro and again even if that wasn't one of the matches where he literally dominates everything, his ability to be in the right place, do the right thing, his first touch is always good. He's a streetwise, mean little bugger. He, he, he pulled one out that, that Bruce Lee would have been proud of on Pedri. Having beaten Pedri twice in Classicals this season, he must have thought, look, the wee man's chucked a goal and I can have him in my pocket all game. He couldn't. And three quarters of the way through the game, or maybe two thirds of the way through the game, he comes in there as if he'd been parachuted onto Pedri. Pedri picks himself up. The referee makes a big mistake by not giving at least a yellow card, possibly a red. But it's Modric. It's no fluke that he keeps getting away with things because he's so savvy. And, and if this is goodbye to Modric, which I hope it's not, then part of me sad, part of you sad? I hope so. But part of me impressed again by the way in which they went, we're not finished yet. You ain't seen the last of us. 
Who else stands out? Well, let's chart the last two Spain games. Against Slovakia, Luis Enrique brought on Ferran Torres and he scored within a minute. Against Slovakia, Luis Enrique brought on Pau Torres and he forced a goal within a minute. In this instance, when Pau Torres comes on, it's his long ball over the top that is absolutely beautiful for Ferran Torres to make it feel like the game's potentially safe. Again, Oyarzabal scores, having come on and looked all discombobulated, just not right. Again, Luis Enrique, you know, kudos to him for not taking Morata off. It felt like he got a lot right, but the changes he made disrupted the rhythm. During the time when Croatia were like, not only can we get back to 3-3 here, we, we can still win this. There were moments when it didn't look as if the shape of the team was right. And Busquets in his man of the match press conference admitted they changed their shape. They flooded us up front and it took us a little bit of time to react. That's partly on the players, partly on the coach. React, they did. Uh, I, I, I roared my throat raw because I make no bones about the fact that I want Spain to win this. There you go. Did I think that they came into it as potential winners? I didn't. Is it a brutal task to recover, fly to St. Petersburg, get ready and knock whichever of France or Switzerland out? Yeah, it's a big task. I don't see another eight-goal thriller. Do you, really, in all seriousness? Jumpers for goalposts. Listen, you've been sending in comments. I've deliberately not done a run of play there, talking through every goal. But I'd love to hear what you think. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being with us. I suppose... Matches like that make it worthwhile, right? Because even if you'd like to pick away at levels of control, why wasn't the match killed off? Did it need to go at 120 minutes? Thank the Lord it didn't go. Although you, you get the feeling that penalties are coming, don't you? Well, maybe not with 10 goals scored in the last two matches, but it would be so Spain to miss five consecutive penalties, which they have, and then go through on penalties, wouldn't it? Another little thing to leave you with. This team doesn't really resemble that of 2010 or 2012 but maybe a little bit it resembles 2008 they were more adventurous they were more open they were less what do they call it in in goodfellas they they weren't quite made men then if i can use that expression sorry <clears throat> excuse me if anybody's listening from sicily or uh, downtown new york look the way that I think they resemble them is that they play with a sense of abandon. It's, it's flat out. And they hadn't become the remorseless winning machine of the next two tier tournaments. But across the three tournaments that La Roja won, do you remember how often they had to go to extra time? Regularly, yeah? Regularly. So when it was 3-3 and extra time loomed, I wondered to myself, what are we going to learn about them? And what we learned is that they continued to create and miss chances. But when they'd been talking about their unity, the spirit, the confidence and their trust in Luis Enrique, they'd been telling us the truth. They tucked Croatia away nicely. It wasn't clinical enough to say this is a champion in waiting. But anybody who now doesn't believe that Spain can win this tournament hasn't been watching closely enough. Send us in all your thoughts and your comments. Who did you enjoy most? Which goal was your favourite? And if you've got a solution or an explanation, 
as to why it is that Spain keep putting us through the emotional ringer, then on the back of a postcard, send it in. I'd love to know. It's been nice chatting to you again. Um, Viva España. Yes, you can hear some background music. The reason is that I'm in the bar where we've watched France, Switzerland, and one of our company has put decent-sized uh, money on with Pepsi 65, of course. Switzerland winning on penalties based on the mighty Darren Tullet um, from B in France, pointing out that prior to tonight, Hugo Loris had saved, I think, one of 26 penalties. The numbers have changed now, but... Uh, not completely in his favour. Look, earlier on when I was listening to uh, my own thoughts and trying to order them about Spain producing that extraordinary performance to win 5-3 against Croatia, I forgot about 365 man of the day. And I suppose there's a cue. I'd be willing if this was interactive technology to open it up to a vote because I think there's a lot of legitimate decisions to be made at the end of that. But for once, I'm going to um, follow the tide and I'm going to say, when you've got a coach like Luis Enrique, who is under pressure, he's not liked by some Madrid reporters, by the way, the, the main one of whom has kind of disappeared over the last few days and is no longer pinging him stinging questions as Spain grow in strength. And I like to see that. Bullies, when you stand up to them, they tend to stand down. Was it perfect from Luis Enrique today? No, I'd say probably not, because irrespective of how many of his substitutions functioned and made Spain better and helped them win, there was also a period during that seven-minute spell when Croatia equalised from out and, and, and not in contention to suddenly 3-3 and into extra time. But if you think about Morata paying him back, if you think about Ferran Torres consistently paying him back, I mentioned it in the earlier part of this podcast. Holding your nerve and not doing it because you want to prove people wrong, but doing it because you're certain. And then it coming off. One of the key messages that football people give you is that if a coach tells you this is going to happen and it happens, your belief is Teflon, it's bionic. If a coach has faith in you, it changes your outlook. Even if his day has been imperfect, Luis Enrique is in the quarterfinals. I didn't know earlier on, but it's against Switzerland. The Switzerland games in the recent qualifying group were, were brutal. They weren't a lot of fun. They were hugely tough. And it's where Spain's run of missing five out of five penalties began because Sergio Ramos missed twice in the same game in a 1-1 draw in Switzerland just before Spain thumped Germany 6-0. Look, the long and short of it is, onwards we go to Russia, to St. Petersburg, but we go onwards knowing that today, the 28th of June, star date 2021, Luis Enrique Martinez, Sporting Gijón fan, Spain coach, is Graham's, yours, and Bet365's man of the day. Lucho. Que luchador eres. Joder. Small. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.